Woo! Come on. There we go. <laughs> mm. Welcome to Nar Talk. This is season two, episode thirty. Right? Yeah. You guys didn't. You're not opposed to that. No, no. you said it. Right. <laughs> yes, that's All right. I'm Corey, and with me, as always, is Lori. And <laughs> why are you laughing? Because I was waiting for the sounds. Yeah, it's like there's always like that pregnant pause that we give it, even though I just move things around and post. You just make it go. Yeah. yeah. And that right there, the guy that makes it go is Tripper Tripper, the the lady slipper. <laughs> I'm looking at shit because I didn't have anything that rhymed. So, yeah, you're a lady slipper. Okay. Did you look up things that rhyme with Tripper? Yeah, I had oh, to. Sick. I was feeling. <laughs> that's what it gave you? Well, it gave me a bunch of shit, and that's just what jumped out to me. Oh, the cherry picker. Mm. I made a lot of. Uh... Popping cherries jokes. I bet you did. Because uh, a lot of the cherries are already split when you pick them. Mm-hmm. And uh, and that was funny to you, right? It was funny to me. It was not as funny to my wife. Did you throw any at her? A lot. She yeah. got a lot of cherries. <laughs> good, 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 good. And Basically, every time I'd find a, a, a cherry that, that wasn't, wasn't worth, worth keeping, yeah. <laughs> just poop. <laughs> yep, good thinking, bud. Oh, that's so funny. Good thinking. Yeah. Wait, so... You guys didn't plant that cherry tree. I did. You planted that cherry yeah, tree. Yeah, I planted that cherry tree. I think it was the Christmas of 2009. That was my Christmas present to my wife. That's awesome. And we, uh, and it's, t- so last year was the time we got a real, the mm-hmm. first time we ever got a real harvest. And this year it was like maybe more than double last year. Cool. Are you yeah. going to chop it down with an axe? There's a lot of cherries left too. Like old boy? Too high for me to get to. Trying yeah. to make a pie? Yeah, they're going to make pie. Uh, no, I, mean, I think we're going to make Preserves. jam. You'll make jam, too? My, I think just jam. Cherry, just jam. Cherry jam. My uh, my sister has no a pies? cherry and jalapeno jam. You can take the jam and put it in a recipe. pie if you want. I don't think we have enough for a pie. Yo, what's the difference between jam and jelly? <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember the punchline, but I know it's... Oh, man. Bad. I was working the bar... <laughs> jelly my dick in your mouth exactly <laughs> but actually the real question is what is the difference between uh, it has to do with preservatives what, what do you um, mean like one has preservatives or, or something like something like that I think is, one of them is, has you, like you add pectin to one of them yeah you like add a what? fruit pectin fruit, what um, is that it's like a sweet fruit preservative in it that's probably jelly yeah I don't know yeah I think you're right I feel so, like Smuckers gets down with pectin yeah, but <laughs> Smucker's is uh, preserves also. Like strawberry preserves. Right. I'll fuck with that. That's, yeah. That's some old Smucker's strawberry shit. preserves. Whoo, son. Yo, peanut butter and jelly. Peanut butter with the strawberry yeah. preserves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Orange yeah. marmalade? Nah, that's Paddington Bear. Yeah, that's Paddington Bear. Oh. <laughs> I always think about that too. Yeah. Or, is that weird, Orange right? marmalade, I'm like, 
Because that's some Paddington Bear stuff. Because no one else fucks with it. It's Old ladies him. love that shit. No, yeah, so when I, I worked at bar uh, brunch, um, I did have a group of people sitting at the bar, and somebody said, "Could you pass me the jam? I mean the jelly." And then some, one of the very white girls was like, "What's the difference?" And me and all the dudes laughed because that's a hilarious joke, mm-hmm. and she didn't get it. So I'm. You know, in the middle of a busy brunch, I wrote on a napkin the like the punchline, the punchline to the joke, and I was like, "I'm only going to tell, like, show this to you as long as you're not offended." And she's like, "I want to know, I want to know." And then, of course, I showed it to her, and she was offended, and yeah. <laughs> was not a good brunch. And now you work in a motorcycle shop. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hey, you're drinking at brunch, like you know, you're supposed to be a little bit lighter about. But apparently, people get offended by that joke. Yeah, was it Sunday? You can't tell bad jokes on Sunday. Mm-hmm. It's the Lord's Day. Right. So that's my the clause, fault. Sunday clause. Yeah. yeah, it's in the Bible, right? My it's like the 12th commandment. I motorcycle shop, yeah. yeah. 12th amendment. No dick jokes on Shabbos. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thou shall not make jam or jelly jokes. <laughs> <laughs> um, Only preserves allowed on Sunday. Man, I, I heard this thing on the radio today about this uh, Jewish woman. They were talking about, there's like, this border of string that goes all around Manhattan that is upkept by uh, the local synagogues mm-hmm. and different rabbis. They like drive by and make sure it's good to go Thursday night so that for Sabbath, um, people can carry things. So it's this like special way to for the super. Uh, religious Jews who believe like you're not supposed to carry thing outside of your house on Sabbath. So that way they can leave their house and like carry their kid or whatever and like I'm go to the park not following. And so they, there's this rule that you can make this boundary of, of twine oh. and sticks and stuff <laughs> and it extends your house for Sabbath. Oh. And so Manhattan yeah. put one around the entire Island basically. Amazing. Religion is amazing. But, uh, but I was Manhattan, thinking about the idea. Not Brooklyn? I don't know if there's one in Brooklyn, too. Because but there's I a big f- old river. I feel like it, there should definitely be one in Brooklyn. The acidic. Yeah, because they. Neighborhoods. The population is in, of, of Man, I got spat at one night. Me and a girlfriend of mine were walking through. By a hasid? Mm-hmm. We're walking through um, a neighborhood um, wearing our normal attire, which is offensive. And we got spat at. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I was like, oh, okay. You should have had some scissors try to get them curls, boy. Yeah. (laughs) Fucking savage. Yeah, it would be ruthless. But it just just got me thinking about the idea of Sabbath, about like one day a week, like Mm -hmm. you don't cook, Mm -hmm. you don't do anything. Can't go to (laughs) Chick-fil-A. No, you were supposed to just, yeah, think about. And so like, like it's a huge family day in those communities. And I'm like. That sounds pretty nice. I think it's pretty nice. Here's the thing, though. I'm going to want to do stuff. Yeah. Binge watch Netflix or something. Yeah, something. I don't know. Yeah, I don't think you're allowed to watch TV. Go grocery maybe. shopping? No. Or is that you Amish? You definitely can't go grocery shopping. Oh, okay. You're not Am- supposed to use electricity. Yeah. That, okay, oh, right, so that right. is a thing. I was thinking about Amish. Yeah, people. religion's amazing. So we went to that wedding, you know, I guess we talked about it last week, St. Louis, uh, and it was a Catholic wedding, and they did a, a mass. And they had a lot of standing up and sitting down and um, prayers and songs and such. And mm-hmm. I was just, I, it's the last, 
it's been a minute since I've been in a church. There was just a lot of old type of uh, religious um, routine that I'm just not used to. It felt I felt out of place for the first time being in a church. Mm-hmm. So whatever that is. Hmm. Huh. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I feel like I'd be out of place if I, if I didn't know the like stand up kneel yeah. routines. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Do you just follow everybody else? Yeah. Well, Corey yeah, was a whole room of people that are doing it. Corey was like, Should I go up there and take communion and like relapse in church real quick? <laughs> no, I was like, I'm not. I was like, <laughs> I asked if I had to. Right. I was like, Do I have to do communion? Because I'm not trying to relapse in church. Well, my That's understanding not how I was trying to go out. of most Catholic churches is that you're not allowed to. Correct. The only confirmed. Catholics. Well, first of all, how the fuck they gonna know? Second of all, That's I was baptized you could beat the at some point. God will no. know. Confirmation is different than baptism. Oh, word. Yeah. It's just so. What's, what's so? Different? As like a teenager, you do this process oh, I didn't do to that. get confirmed, and then once you're confirmed, then you can take. Uh, then you can take communion. Yeah. Because I I took communion when I was a kid. But we was Episcopalian, which is like Catholic light. Yeah, that's that's different. So I don't think they do that. That's where the priest can rip chicks. Or boys. True. Ma- um, maybe now. So Not they, when you were a kid. They had girl um, altar girls in this church. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah they did. I thought that was interesting, too. Um, yeah, I did a confirmation, and we did a retreat and all those things. Um, we actually went to my family's farm and like, or not farm, but like river house and mm-hmm. did like a whole thing, which is like weird for me because it was like, this is my, fa- my family's house. <laughs> but um, Yeah, I think it's like the, uh, you know, those of us who grew up in pretty like lightly cultured culture, uh-huh. it's like trying to do the uh, bar mitzvah or bat mitzvah. Mm-hmm. It's just like, oh, at 13, do something. Yep. Which I get, like. Yeah. But, you know. Well, we don't have. We could do something cooler, though. But if you don't, you don't have, like, there's no. You get beat up by your dad's like, friends. <laughs> or, like, Mexican culture, and, like, you get to wear a big fancy dress. Or like, for the kids you're 16, yeah. And then, and, and take your shoes off and put your shoes on. You're like the, I mean, you Wait, get your what? license when you're 16. <laughs> you get heels. You, get you can get drunk when you're 21. Yeah. Buy cigarettes when you're 18. I don't understand what the fucking problem is. That's three rites of passage right there. That's good. But you know, but yeah, but there's one for 13, though. Yeah, no, what do you get not, to do when you're 13? No, that's not what I'm co- saying. Not a, nothing. Take your ass right, to grade. Yeah, that's what we're saying. <laughs> yeah. Who gives a fuck if you're 13? <laughs> well, a lot of cultures do. I'm just saying. Well, Why, supposedly you get, in... you're officially a teenager? Is that what it is? Yeah. Well, I think it also had to... It used to be to, when you went to work. It also had to do with, yeah, with Should. life expectancy. So, like... Technically, yeah. in our lifetime, the life expectancy will be so much longer. We will probably see people live to be 150 years old. Like Wait. Millennials. You think that? Yeah, that's what I read. I read that. I don't know about all that. Isn't that crazy? I'm so down. So You know uh, that quote? Life always uh, <laughs> ruins finds every- a way. Oh. I think death finds a way, too. True. Yeah, Yoda. Like some dude's that. like, all right, I'm gonna leave till 150, and then something happens. But fucking middle age is 75. You said both. That's fucking. insane. 
No, I didn't. Actually. She did. I did. Oh. She just said butt fucking. 75 and, is middle age. I, so you have your midlife crisis at 75. You better hurry up on that midlife crisis. But that just means that you don't have to have kids until you're what, like 50? Right? We, we're not changing <laughs> the systems. What? You don't think so? That's not all changing? I think it is. Maybe, I, maybe over a longer period of time. Because here's the deal. What? Uh, four or 5,000 years ago, mm-hmm. you would have kids at the age of like 15. Yeah. And you'd be dead by 30. And check it though. Women can still have kids at the age of 15. That's true. That hasn't changed. And at 30. That's 4,000 years. And into their 40s. Mm-hmm. And into their 50s, depending on IGF availability. I just... We got Viagra now? Yeah. Dudes can have kids into their boners. fucking hundreds. Straight up. Yeah. Just... Sticking wieners everywhere. You could have 70. <laughs> I guess. You know what? They can have it. I, I stand by my plan at 70, which is to try heroin for the first time. <laughs> you and Corey can hang They'll out. They'll prescribe it to you at that <laughs> yeah. point. They'll be like, you know what I'm saying? They'll be like, here's your Oxycontin, sir. You'll be like, thank you. Like, he's old. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Do we have anything for an talk tonight? What's going on? It's no. Monday. No. Sitting in this room. She's talking about how death will find a way. Right. <laughs> <laughs> talking about talking about Yodo. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we've been batting around the idea of doing a Patreon. If uh if our listeners out there are interested in that idea, what would you guys want to see in return for your contributions? Uh send us an email. Racy photos of two thirds of Nartok. Yep. Just me and Corey, Hell and it's yeah. all butts. Yeah, that'd be good. Corey, I'm sorry, oh. bottoms. I'm looking at these questions because y'all are just y'all are just struggling today. Well, you did. I think put it out later in the this morning. Oh, all right. It's all right. It doesn't matter. We don't need questions. Fuck this shit. No, what? Uh, what are wait. the questions? Well, let's just talk about Robbie, first of all, uh-huh. with this fucking monstrosity of a question. Like, Robbie, next time I see you, I feel like I need to shake the shit out of you just for asking. Van Halen or Van Hagar? I Come feel on. like this is obvious. Oh, we've talked about this. And it's probably so been answered times. before. Like on this podcast? Like on this podcast. <laughs> probably. If anyone... If anyone knows about my obsessive compulsive disorder issues when it comes to music and how I will just listen to the same shit over and over and over and over again. I went through that period with Van Halen. Yeah. Not Van Hagar. Van Halen. With Diamond Dave. Yeah, I don't even know a single person that listens to Van Hagar. You know what? Like when you when you're thinking to yourself, you know what? I'm gonna put on a Van Halen (laughs) Spotify or, you know, an LP. You don't reach for the Sammy Hagar era. I don't even know what era that is. You go for, uh, is it 5150? That's a good one. And then the self-titled, mm-hmm. the self-titled, the first one, the one that came out in 79. Diver Down's good Yeah, too. Diver Down. That one's good. We got that on, on vinyl at the shop. That, whatever the first one is, I forget the name of it. Is that self-titled was the first one? It might be. Like, I've never heard a musical production sound that good. Yeah. That's one guitar player doing all that stuff all at once. True. It's crazy. Yeah. 
Like, how good of a guitar player is he? He's, yeah. And do you, so do you think that that's going to Which doesn't have anything to do with Sammy Hagar. Do you think that that was a time and place and that will never happen again? Like, do you see rock and roll, like, disappearing as electronic music becomes more popular? I don't know. I think people were asking the same thing in the 90s, like the early 90s. Mm-hmm. And then grunge happened. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think we've talked about it before. Um, just that there is question in the music community if that's the way if that if everything's gonna die die out that way. I mean, I just think, like print publications. I just hope not. Like, I hope there's some kid, there's some Eddie Van Halen type kid in mm-hmm. his basement right now. Yeah, just wailing. Yeah, but they will never get to that magnitude of stardom. You like, think? I think the I think the idea of a rock star yeah, is I'd be definitely surprised. dead. Yeah. I think that that shit is dead. Well, I think that like I think the only people that are getting there and might be are like are rappers. I don't think that And you think cuz because of the internet fame like that there's just so many pockets that well, of popularity so rather than So we talked than, about the scene that all, that all came out of in like LA in the late 70s and 80s when it's like you don't go it, it wasn't necessarily like, I'm going to see this band tonight. It was like, I'm going to the Roxy tonight. Something will happen. Yeah. And like, people were just there all the time. And so if your band got to play a certain venue, you were guaranteed to have people at your show. Yeah. And that doesn't exist anywhere that I know of right like now. Like, also think about it. In the, think about like, fucking like, like Kiss, right? Or, they're, st- they're on tour right now. Yeah. Like, the, last like, tour ever. Well, and they've they've done only eight because million, they're too like, fucking they've, old. They've done eight million oh, last tours. But if you think about like Kiss or Van Halen or even fucking Motley Crue at their their like yeah. their pinnacle, mm-hmm. Guns N' Roses, same thing. Like those bands were fucking huge. Yeah, even fucking Green Day. Like in, in our lifetime, some of the shows that like enormous, massive so before, fucking shows. You know Green what I mean? Day's like second coming. Dookie had already sold 13 million units. Insane. And that they, they did that bullet, what is it, bullet in a Bible where they, they played in the UK to, like, I don't even, a retarded amount of people. Like, so, absolutely ridiculous amounts of people. Mm-hmm. So the difference show. being because there's just fewer outlets for just, music then? So only, maybe? A, like, a, a finite amount were allowed to, like, get through the... To the people, maybe but I don't know what like, I don't know what like it more. is. I just don't think it's this. I don't think it's yeah. of the same magnitude. I mean, I see. Like, remember, like Bon Jovi videos where, like, the motherfucker is stepping. Like, it was cool to be famous as fuck, right? Mm-hmm. Like, or or like there was a Cinderella video too, where they're like backstage, and there's like and the backstage is huge, and the venue's huge, and the and the the crowd is huge, and they're like stepping off their private plane, and they're like. Fucking rock star, yeah. Fucking cock star shit, right? Yeah. yeah, like that shit is dead. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and they're even having to do comeback tours, and they it's not even like that. Yeah. But I don't know. I mean, th- so that version's dead. So but, what's coming? But next? they're well, I don't know. But like, the problem is, so like after all that happened, then you have like Buck Cherry, right? And they're just kind of this like gross perversion of that thing. Mm-hmm. Nickelback, same thing. You know, where it's just yeah. like, like you're not you're, like, doing you're, it right. You're more just trying to be the star than the musician, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, and it's just really gross. Yeah, yeah. 
And so, and I think it like it's it kind of rapey. Yeah, yeah, Buck Cherry <laughs> is definitely in some, rapey in some weird way. You know but I mean? they're like, I think at that point now that becomes a joke, right? Mm-hmm. That whole idea is a joke now. Yeah, true. And so, so but so I mean, but, they got it, but it out. was cool. Something else has to come up and be cool again. Yeah, yeah. I just don't know what the platform's going to look like, and. and and to bring it back to NAR talk a little bit, motorcycles, like, I feel like similarly, there's like the platform for cool factor with motorcycles has just become so spread out across so many different platforms now. Like, like Instagram or Facebook has, has sort of just muddied the waters. And like, you know, if you had a fucking sick chopper, it was in Easy Rider magazine. Everybody knew that bike, right? But now, you were either, you know, maybe you win at one of the shows or something at like the, that. The local steak and shake. Or like bike night. Or, you know, one of the bigger shows like um whatever. What am I thinking of? Like Born Free yeah, or Fuel exactly. or Yeah, exactly. So like you become famous via the shows that everybody knows about, but there's just so many more ways to become famous that like it doesn't make any one of those people any better. You know what I'm so saying? So maybe that's maybe that's the the way the rock end, and roll gets saved. And at the is end it has of the to day, die first. And at the end of the day, it doesn't equate to anything either, though. Like those dudes. It's like you make a name for yourself because you won best in show at yeah, Born Free. A big deal. Who cares? Because there was so like you got, you got your ego stroked. So, really. but then there's like ten thousand other people on Instagram that made sick bikes too that yeah. everybody else can also see. So like you don't think winning winning a big show means dollars and cents at your shop? No, I don't day? think so at all. I don't think it does. No, I don't think the motorcycle scene ever. But I don't know. Like have, yeah. I don't know because I've never won one of those things, so I yeah. don't know. You know, I think it means that like uh, you'll be able to do more shows, and you might be able to like get to go to Japan. I know it probably makes <laughs> that bike. You'll be able to sell that bike for more. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. that's for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I always. I always underestimate how many dickheads there are out there that are willing to spend crazy money on something that someone else did. Yeah, well, I think the dickheads are more the ones that are buying the stock bikes for the crazy money that just rolled off of a conveyor belt, you know, and a a couple of different people slapped them together. And then people are spending $45,000 on that. I think that's crazy to me. Mm -hmm. Because that didn't, you know, that that's just another, like, run of the mill something that everybody else has too. Yeah. The customization aspect, there's at least for me some sort of artistic thought process that goes into it that Yeah, that's true. It's one person's creation versus like a couple of different I don't know. I mean, you know, quality, quantity, something in there. Mm-hmm. Just trying to I just mean the guys buying the like forty thousand dollar motorcycle that one born free or something. Yeah, but I like I said like I'm saying that yeah. somebody at least put some I guess Time people are buying that price stock bikes. Aren't yeah, they? that's what I'm. Yeah, yeah exactly. Totally. Yeah, you yeah. can easily spend that on a mm-hmm. CVO. Bag. Maybe I also just have no idea about money <laughs> and how much things cost. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> true, true. It is. Yeah, I don't know. Whatever. I don't fucking know. What are your thoughts on running a CV carve on a shovel? <laughs> 
It's like, all right, y'all. Like, I love you guys, and I really appreciate you contributing and wanting to know the things. But I'm starting to think by some of these questions <clears throat> that even if I answered it, you wouldn't listen anyway because you haven't listened to the previous 10 episodes where I answered this question. Like last week's episode? <laughs> yeah, like the one that happened just before this one, maybe. <laughs> Fuck's sake. Evo or Twin Cam and why? I don't think we've ever had this question. I think we have. I think we've talked about it a thousand times. What did I Go say? Go ahead. Well, so answer it then. Answer. It. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Trevor. Yeah, I don't I, know if we. I don't think that you would say either or. I think that you would say that they're. I mean, there's. They're You're both. Correct. Yeah, You're correct. That they're both kind of the same family because there's... it's like they're both bolt on whatever. Like you don't really do a lot. To make one or the other better or worse, and there is a correct answer though. Sure, what's the correct answer? It's uh, twin cam fuel injected, <laughs> and that's what you should build a chopper out of. Yeah. There you go, trip. And that's the answer to the CV on a shovel head. There you go, too. Get a fuel, fuel injected, injected fuel twin injected cam. <laughs> I, I I would love to fuel inject a shovel head. Like figure that out. Like figure out how to get the little mm. pump gas pump things shooting little injectors in there, like figure out where to put the sensors and like making it. You'd have good. to drill a lot of holes. Yeah. You had a lot of holes. Mm -hmm. I get really good. I tapping. don't even know if there's enough material to do it. Well, what do you need? You need intake oxygen and well, all the, a lot of it. A lot of it's in the throttle body. So your injectors will be in the throttle body. Your map sensor will be in the throttle body. There's sometimes you if need you, a bigger if throttle running, body. Uh, uh, air, uh, like an ambient outside air temperature mm -hmm. that or because i know there's so there's map sensor which is manifold air pressure which is in the throttle yeah. body and then you've got throttle uh it's not throttle position yeah throttle position sensor is that what they call it mm -hmm. oh the other thing is the twist grip sensor that's what yeah so throttle position sensors down on the throttle body uh, there is some kind of temperature sensor down there, but then you also have an engine temperature sensor, which would be in the head. Yep, I can do that. Yeah, so that one you got to drill and tap for. And you put some O2 sensors in the exhaust. O2 sensors in the exhaust. You need some kind of ignition system that will all function with everything as well. So. What do you mean? Well, because it's something it's got to be able to tell. It's got to be able to advance and retard the timing as well. Oh. According to what else is going yeah. on. Which is really what the the uh I think that's where the map sensor comes into play. Yeah, but it can't I mean they that exists though, right? Not for a shovel head. I mean you can make it work though. <laughs> you might could make it work because you, you understand electronics better. I'm just saying it would be I think it'd be crazy to do that. Sure. It would be. It I'd would pay forty five thousand dollars for <laughs> yeah. that. It would be crazy. Uh, but to answer the question, I would not. I can't pick one. Yeah. They're both. Well. I would. I would. I mean, Evos are okay, but uh, Twin Cams, you can get a lot of power out of them. They're both pretty cool, but Twin Cams, Twin Cams, if you want to build like a hot rod, I would definitely go with a Twin Cam. Mm -hmm. um, I feel like they're easier to squeeze power out of. Than, than Evos that uh, I don't know. Plus, heard, there's a gazillion of them out there. 
I've heard uh, really good things about the Evo chopper that uh, our buddies Rusty and Andrew down in South Carolina built. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really like the way that one looks. Yeah, Evo choppers turn out really nice too, though. Yeah. So if you, you know, really, because I, I just don't like the look of that engine. I just I mean, feel like it's, it's boring. It's not. It's not a shovelhead. Nope. You're right, but they they turn out. And you can put a four speed behind them, which is cool. Oh, that's so you cool. can have you can have your kickstart. You yep. can have all the cool chopper thing, but you can have them. So you can put a, you mean you mean a Baker six into four? Yeah. It. Well, see, the reality of that is like the only reason that you know shovel like shovelheads, Evos don't really make more power than the shovelhead. It's fucking same engine, eighty cubic inch engine. Mm-hmm. The Evo was faster because it had a five speed behind it. Hmm. You see what I'm saying? So if I now twin that Baker, cams six into four. Yeah. On my shovel. Yeah, put a five speed behind your shovel. Yeah. Twin cams, yes, make more power. Bigger hands engine. down. So you just skip the Evo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? You want power and reliability. I mean, yeah, you're gonna get a little bit you you will get the reliability of out of an Evo that you won't out of a shovel head. That is a real that is a thing. But if you're like you want power, you just Go twin cams. You want cool factor? You got shovel head. Duh. You want a chopper? You got shovel head. You want a Harley? You go shovel head. It's pretty simple. Yeah. <laughs> I got to tell you, man, as Evo far as. or twin cam, shovel head. As far as reliability <laughs> and power and all that stuff goes, uh, you know, the shovel, I mean, other than me messing with it, has never really let me down. Yeah. And I go really fast on it. Yeah. They'll pull. I, mean, I might not go like fast immediately, but eventually I go really fast. <laughs> I mean, there it's a, I don't know, solid engine, man. I don't know what to say. You know yeah. what I mean? They're all right. It's just like anything else. You take care of it. It's going to take care of you. You fucking. Do you, they're easy to work on. Yeah. They are easy to work on. Not as easy to work on as twin cam. Yeah. But also like. Twin cams, you just take, you just throw stuff away and you buy new stuff for it. Mm-hmm. Like shovel heads, you can get reworked, you know, which is cool too. There's something to be said for that. So yeah. you can have the original parts. But there's also something, there's something to be said for like, oh, these are garbage. Take them to the scrapyard, buy new ones. You know what I mean? Get your little $40 for your recycled aluminum back, put it into your, you know, towards your new set of pistons. <laughs> whatever it is that you need, you know? So I don't know. But they don't look as cool. How many is too many and when is it time to know how many? Mm. Dave it, asked that question. Just depends. Oh, yeah. Just depends on your budget. Dave asked that question. Depends on your budget and how much room you got. Um we got a number of friends who have multiple bikes and at any time only one works, so yeah, I think it's cool to have as many bikes as you want, but only one project at a time. Mm. Or like... Yeah, multiple projects could get out of hand. Yeah. Calvin. Gotta focus, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Gotta focus. Um, But definitely as many as you need for the different types of riding that you're going to do, because you can't have one bike to do all of that shit. Unless it's a shovel head. <laughs> Swing arm chopper. <laughs> does everything it does everything you needed to do yep with some dual sport tires on it yeah boom come on <laughs> come on man you're crazy 
that's just like that's kind of like the same question or or it's it's in line with the uh how much is too much to spend on them. Yeah. you know yeah, what really. i mean like eh, that's up to you bud um what's gonna be the intro song for season three i've had a number of questions Ooh. about that look It'll come to Kiss. us when it comes to us. Detroit Rock City. Yeah, I don't. I don't uh, feel if like we're that's doing something... Kiss. It's gonna be Black Diamond. So get off my back. What? Love Gun. What are you talking about? <laughs> What's the one disco song? It should be that one. They're all disco songs. <laughs> I need to change the belt on my FLHT, and I've been thinking about converting it to a chain drive. What is the Hell average yeah. life in your experience of a properly installed and maintained O-ring chain sprocket? That's an excellent question. I don't know. I think you could. You should. How many wheelies are you gonna be doing? Yeah, it really depends on how you ride. Um, o ring chains, obviously, you get the most out of them. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't think it's uh, like unrealistic to expect to get. I don't know. I don't fucking know. Yeah, um, I really think it depends on what kind of riding, how far each of those rides are. I mean, thousand, yeah. I mean, belts last a good good minute too. So, yeah. You know, as long as you keep it definitely okay. maintain. You know, that's kind of the thing about chains um, is they require a little more work. Yeah, cl- cleaning them up, lubing them up. Clean them up, not letting them rust. Rust is a big chain killer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think. Get one of those sick grunge brushes that gets um, gets all of the chain parts. Let me put it this way. I don't think I've ever replaced a well-maintained chain. Right. So yeah, you're going to sell the bike before you how's that have for, to replace a chain. In my experience. Every time I've ever replaced a chain, it's because it hasn't been taken care of and it's fucked. Yeah. And that's usually, you think, just been left outside. Right. Mm, it's rusty, shitty, overstretched. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's torn up the sprockets, da-da-da-da-da. So. Yeah, I don't know. I've had my, I put a lot of miles on my bike with the same chain and I don't do much to it except for I don't leave it outside. Like I have a shed that my bike goes in. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God. Woo. Come on. There we go. <laughs> mm. All right. That's about all I got for questions. Really? Though. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. this week was pretty slow in the shop. Uh, we were playing catch up, trying to get all of the bikes that were there when we left out. <laughs> Got a lot of um, a lot of people kind of in the middle of trying to figure out what the fuck they're gonna do with their bikes. So mm-hmm. you know, you get these customers that like have big dreams and not big wallets, and so then they have to do a lot of figuring on their end of what they want to do. I I was uh, I feel like I break a lot of hearts. That's my job. Yeah. Like to let people down and try to let them down as nicely as possible. Mm -hmm. Well, I think the internet is your contender with that. So like the internet tells them one thing and like builds them up and then you have to be the bearer of reality. They have all these delusions (laughs) of what can be done and how much it's going to cost. cost. Yeah. 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 And it's just this. That's what they always say. I just need. Yeah, it's always just. Yeah. Whenever you say just, it's like, uh uh-huh. Yeah, I've actually, uh, in a lot of different facets, I've been trying to stop saying just. 
It's either minimizing me or the person I'm talking to. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think I think it's hard because there are so many other opinions out there about what's good and what's not good, <laughs> especially when it comes to certain types of like design styles or bikes or whatever. Um and so really you end up being just another one of those like opinions. Yeah. Um but I I think the the reality of of your opinion is that it's based in a lot of experience and and uh and has a lot more behind it as to why you would say those things but i'm not sure that people are really like taking that into account Mm -hmm. when they're reading all these other opinions you know Mm -hmm. like where are those opinions coming from Mm -hmm. is this some dude that had a bike once that it ran like that yeah or their buddy yeah their buddy that says blah 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 yeah and they're like oh yeah, so then that becomes a whole another thing is that people just want to be seen in a certain light by their friends. Yeah. Well, and also there's some amnesia that happens. How so? Where like if you have a bike and you're running a bike and you're thinking like, like my shovel head, if I think about it, I'm like, I haven't put that much money into it. But the reality is I put a lot of money into it over the years. Yeah. Just, I mean, keeping a, a vintage machine running, you put money into it, but also doing little stupid things i do to my motorcycle it, it all costs money but you but it's so easy to forget about it because the the street value of my bike has not increased at all yeah so it's like and actually the only way to get it to increase is to like put it back to stock right much, exactly you know which is like why no one f- can have my fender do a full resto on it yeah you know it's like people i get i get people so now that we're into like buying bikes and and trying to sell them and things like people send me like somebody sent me the other day. It was like a sportster project that needed to get finished for a thousand bucks. And I was like, it's not worth it for me. Yeah. Because, and, and, and like people see that and they think, Oh man, if I had a thousand bucks, I could buy this, finish it and then sell it. And it's like, maybe you could, but you're not taking into an account the time yeah, that you're putting in to do that. Right, so you might only throw five hundred dollars worth of parts at it, and that's all great. But like, if I did that as like, um, as a hobby, <laughs> like right. on my time, like let's say I did something else, mm-hmm. and then at night I pieced bikes together and sold them. That's one thing, you know. Yeah. I, that would be for my enjoyment. It'd be like a little extra money I made on the side. It's like whatever, whatever. But like, it doesn't make sense for somebody that has a shop to do that. And that's also, like, that's a perfect opportunity for someone who's interested in becoming a community member, at engine and frame. There you go. Buy this project for a thousand bucks. You're halfway there. Mm-hmm. Finish it out and go ride a motorcycle and have fun. Mm-hmm. Or sell it. Or sell it. Yeah. Either way. And make yourself a little little cash. But, but yeah, but but if you actually build your hours, you'd realize that you were making next to nothing. Oh, it's insane. Yeah, it's absolutely insane. Yeah, it doesn't make it doesn't make fucking sense. Well, and that's why I think that I would rather give somebody like back to the whole customized building of a bike. Like somebody actually put time and effort into that, and that's that's a value in and of itself. So. Yeah, but you yeah. can't. Uh, but even then, I don't feel. I like, think at the like, end of the day, I was just mad at people with money. Yeah. <laughs> you can't even like you can't even do that though. You can't even figure that out. Put a value on it. Yeah. Yeah. It's insane. Yeah, I agree. You know, for anybody. 
Well, it's like we were talking about the other day, like um, having people come in and, and just kind of chat about what they want to do with their bikes. Like that, you know, you go into a lawyer, you have your consultation. They they charge you for that, you know? You go pretty much anywhere, like any kind of design firm, they're going to charge you for that initial consultation. But with motorcycle stuff, like back and forth, emails, like conversations, taking time out of the day to mm-hmm. talk to somebody about their bike and, and what fits and what doesn't fit and the research that they could be doing, like we can't charge for that either. You know, but that that is a huge... That's something that you're not going to get anywhere else. And talk talking about having a wizard av- available to you, I mean, that's just priceless knowledge that you're not going to get anywhere else either. But you don't pay for that part, you know what I mean? And people forget how valuable that is. We've talked about it a couple of times, like what's going to happen when all the wizards are gone. Basically, everybody's going to just have to fend for themselves because... They're not going to have that guy to go to anymore. Yeah. And they'll have to pay for it. I figured out a cool thing the other day. Yeah. Uh, my handlebars have always been loose. And every time I, I tighten down the bolts, it, I mean, it's, it'll be a better, but never great. And then I realized that one of those bolts was like a nut and bolt combination was just loose, but stuck. And so it ended up having to get it like an impact wrench to get it out. But it had a, uh, the nut had f- like fused to the bolt. Like it was like not welded, but it was just like it, the metals had merged. It was crazy. That was crazy. Two became one. Yeah. They, they got married <laughs> at a Catholic wedding. I think and it then, was, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I think it kind of looked like, cause when we, when we got it out, I think it was just cross-threaded or something because it like took some of the threads with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think somebody just cross-threaded the fucking. Thing. Yeah, so maybe. Which and is that always, person was probably me at some point. <laughs> which is always awesome. But uh, yeah, it's so like it feels so good now though. Oh, that your bars don't move. Yeah, yeah, it's sick. Yeah, well, I, we got a bike right now. I just had to tighten handlebars on. So. That's that's the another thing I think is that when, when we're talking about custom stuff and modifying things, I don't think that people get explained like what really happens when you do these things to bikes, right? So like we get into the like especially when it comes to like altering front ends and like the way the bike's gonna ride. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I don't, or I had some uh, a buddy of mine wanted to build a very large Sportster engine, but still wants it to be reliable. And it's like these some of these things you just can't, like you can't rake out a frame and expect it to do well at, at yeah. certain speeds. It's just not, you know what I mean? Like engineers design things a certain way because that design is good based on the physics of the world like it's good enough yeah under all of these different conditions Mm -hmm. it's like they're like here's your middle ground (laughs) like what will work for for majority of the conditions and that's most motorcycles yeah like what is this what like the majority of the conditions that this motorcycle is going to see how do we make it function as well and you know what i'm saying across the board but you go fucking with that like some of those conditions Eh, it's not going to work so well because otherwise they would have done it that way. You see what I'm saying? Like, 
And, and like the further you get away from stock with anything, the more complications you start, especially with engine work and stuff like that. When you start, you know, trying to build monster engines and you, you have issues. It's like we were talking about last week, like swing arms bending and axles bending and all those things. Like the further you get away from stuff and you start right. putting more power behind something, the rest of the bike needs to come up to par too because it wasn't designed to handle that, you know? Yeah, so like that, you know, buying that bigger engine now is a way bigger cost. Yeah, oh yeah. Than just the cost of the engine. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And also the... the um misconception of what it takes to do those kinds of adjustments and so like you just put the engine in yeah right just buy the engine yeah and we'll we'll just just put put it in yeah or you just take the front fairing off and rake the neck no big deal you just cut the neck and re-weld it yeah that's it right that shit was funny too this guy asked me he wanted me to rake his there's a kit he bought the rake kit mm-hmm. for a big wheelbagger, and he wanted me to do it. I said, yeah, it's no problem. Like, we'll just strip it down. I'll throw it in the jig. Fuck, cut. No problem. Well, you gotta, what do you mean strip it down? Well, I got to take everything off. I got to put the frame in the jig, or else, it's, you know, I don't want your fucking bike to be crooked, you know? Oh, I don't think you have to do that. I'm like, what do you mean you don't think? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's a kid. And he was like, it's a kid. It should be easy enough. I was like, well, if it's easy enough, then. Yeah. And I just kind of looked at him, and he was like, oh. So I went and watched the video of the kid. And in the video, he's got the whole bike stripped down. And it's and you're welding. You're, you cut open the backbone, and then you put another piece in, and then you weld it all together. Now, it is designed to be done without with everything in it. It is. It's designed, like, I mean, sans the front end. you got to pull the front end off, mm-hmm. obviously. But it is designed the way it to that it'll kind of, it'll, it, it falls in fairly well. Yeah. But it also runs it like sleeves over the back the existing backbone so you end up with like half your frames unpainted right so like he came back and i was like oh i watched the video i told him what i found i was like you're right it can be done without stripping it i was like but you do realize like about half your frame is going to be unpainted and he goes oh well none a little spray paint i'm like (laughs) you're gonna spend all this money just to fucking use spray paint on your shit like Weird. Weird. Weird shit, man. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know where people are coming from. It's really hard to try to explain some shit and to just not have it be heard. Or 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 people go and buy other parts and then try to sell their parts off their own bike <laughs> when it's like, what you have on your bike is perfect. That's exactly what you want. But they already bought these other parts. Mm-hmm. So it's like... How do you tell somebody that just spent a bunch of money on some parts that they really obviously wanted that that was a terrible idea? That was a bad idea. You shouldn't have done that. I mean, you, you tell don't. them. I mean, or you do tell them that and then they don't listen to you any damn way, so it doesn't matter. But anyway. That's me. <laughs> as, a, as a wise old man once told Corey, customers, customers make you cuss. Yeah. He's like, motorcycles are the easy part, but the customers make you cuss. <laughs> a customer's not always right, but they are always a customer. What else did he say? He's got more. Yeah. You pay whores to go away. <laughs> you don't pay them for their services. You pay them to go away. Sometimes you got to pay the customer the same <laughs> to go away. 
<laughs> yeah. So. Cool. Well. Mm. We'll get back in there. All right. Oh, shit. This just in. If someone was going to start a podcast about choppers, what advice would you give them? Don't. All right. <laughs> Got them. All right. New question. Thanks. Yeah, we don't need it. We don't need the competition. Thanks for coming through in a pinch right there. <laughs> I don't know. I know there's other podcasts about choppers. I don't listen to them. Yeah. I think well, a lot of them are stories. I mean, I think that's fun. People like stories. Like what? Oh, like. Think about what they're just. Penthouse stories. forums, like. <laughs> penthouse forums? Yeah, where someone's like, I was riding my chopper through this town one time, and a cat jumped out, and I did a wheelie on top of it, and the cat lived. The cat lived? <laughs> that was a terrible story. Speaking of which, I'm looking for old <laughs> Easy Rider magazines because they used to have amazing articles in them. Um, if if any of our listeners out there have any in hiding, just stacked up in the basement, um, holler at your girl. Did they really have amazing articles? They did. They're so funny. People used you... to actually write good stories and have interesting thoughts about things, about you know, in relation to motorcycles. And people read magazines, you know, once upon a time. Yeah. Well, Lori's on this trip because she just bought a fuck ton of old Playboys. I did. Saw that. Yeah. They're pretty sick, though. Actually, it's a it's a time and place that will never happen again. It is, and it is like going back in time in some weird way because it's like it was funny too because I was making jokes like, "Do they have any Don Johnson interviews?" Because they're like eighties, yes, of yeah, course, yeah, yeah, of course. But they they interviewed like everyone that was popular. Yeah. Yeah. Whoa. Uh I read a couple articles today. Madonna's naked in one of them. There's a, a <laughs> very nice- artsy. They're all artsy. I mean, the Madonna, the Madonna spread is is like black and white, super artsy. Yeah, super. I mean, Playboy was pretty tasteful for a long time. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I read an article about John Cougar Mellencamp uh, and all of his motorcycles. Yeah, FXRS and a couple other things. The Coug. The Coug. He definitely had an FXR, didn't he? Yeah. Right? Um, I don't know. Yeah, she, I just, yeah, he hates the name Cougar. Hell yeah. He was like... Because he's not like an old lady. Well, his... That was never him. Like, he was just this sort of, you know, Midwestern, heart of America guy. And then his producer, though, or manager or something like that, is the same guy that was managing David Bowie. And so he wanted to give him like a Ziggy Stardust kind of a thing. And so he found out that he was called John Cougar Mellencamp when his album was released. And then his manager's like, yep, yeah, that's what do you think? <laughs> really? Yeah. That's interesting. So he's never just like, the Cougs coming through. <laughs> he's always hated it. Man, that's too bad. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, I'm just <laughs> really interested in reading these old magazines and really thinking about how it's never going to be like that ever again. You're never going to get nudie magazine day, you know, like, like the excitement of that coming in the mail, like a publication like that, Mm -hmm. where there's thoughtful articles, tasteful nudes, but it's an adult magazine, but it also has a a time and place in history that we're just never going to see that. And, and, and kids that were born later won't even know what that feels like. They won't cool. even know what it's like to it's sneak like an, in their parents' like, bedroom and flip through the news. It's like reading an old newspaper is really what it's like. Mm-hmm. Especially Playboy. I mean, Playboy did a really good job of of like having 
articles that really just had to do with what was going on at the time. Yeah, well, they <laughs> employed journalists. Yeah, exactly. It was almost like Rolling Stone, yeah. except you remove all the stuff about music and put in boobs. Yeah. And yeah. then everything else is about the same. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, read a, a read an article with or an interview with Bill Cosby. That was really interesting. Um, a lot, and then Donald <laughs> Trump. Donald Trump's on the cover. It's my Bill Cosby impression. Um, of the of uh, January nineteen ninety. So I don't know, just some really interesting things. Anyway, we got a nineteen ninety issue. No, I didn't. Oh, oh. that issue supposedly was <laughs> worth money at one point in time. I looked up the issue, all these issues, and none of them are worth. More than like five bucks, ten bucks, or something. Um, they made yeah. a really big deal out of when they stopped using staples, though. Well, the Madonna, the Madonna issue issue is the last stapled issue. Everything else is glued and square bound. All the newer ones are. Yeah, everything from June nineteen eighty five and later. Do they put out once a month? Is it a monthly? Yeah. Yeah. Oof. Twelve times a year. Can you imagine, just yeah. like. The scope of putting that together every month. Oh, they're hefty too, man. Yeah. It was like that. Hundreds of The pages. ads are sick though, too. So apparently they did a photo shoot with some dude and an iron head for cool cigarettes because there's several <laughs> ads with a dude riding an iron head. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, that's the same guy on the same bike, but that's a different photo. And advertising then was all about the copy. So, I mean, there's like whole articles. Insane amount of copy. And you just read, you read everything and it's all just like telling you a story about cool cigarettes. Or about the CD player. Or about, you know. Because it was like, whatever. in 85, Technics was making CD players. Yeah. You know Um, what I'm saying? They were really trying to break out in that thing. Whereas now it's all Mm one-liners. I saw a Technics ad for a CD player. Huh. Yeah, right? Yeah. 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 It's pretty it's pretty cool, man. Right? My uh record players are Technics. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of what they're known for, but apparently they made CD players too. Hmm. I know they made uh receivers as well. Yeah. The receivers are supposed to be pretty good. So it makes sense you make a fucking CD player, right? But yeah, come on by the shop and uh look at some Playboys. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. who will not be looking at this? Yours truly. Fair enough. Why? That's that's in the Christie household. That's not allowed. Fair enough. Um, but yeah, I'm also looking for the old Easy Writers because, like I said, they got some hilarious articles. Um, so we got Rectum Ride coming up June fourteenth through the sixteenth. All right, and which is a Friday through the Sunday. I think now we're up to like four or five sites. Yeah. Uh, at the Travel Park, and there are trees for hammocks and yeah, room for and we're, and we're kind of in our own little little cluster <laughs> cul de sac. Yeah, where we won't be bothering people as much, uh, or they won't be bothering us. Yeah, the last time I uh, went camping, there was a family, two families that I saw that put uh, air conditioners in their tents, and that bothered me a lot. So I hope I don't see that this time. <laughs> You should you should oh, i just got another question that came through uh saturday september 14th suffolk virginia motorcycle dreams on instagram motorcycle underscore motor underscore cycle underscore dreams is uh putting together a swap meet say that one more time the day saturday september 14th gotcha. in suffolk virginia which cool. is for you north carolina folks ain't too bad of a of a cruise 
and for us, ain't too bad of a cruise. Uh, he just said he just booked the location, and we'll be working on getting vendors and spots set up, blah, blah, blah. Message him if interested. You can check it out at motor underscore cycle underscore dreams. Plus, he sells a lot of parts, and so if you're looking for parts, here's the thing. So here we go. Here's an update and a question for the podcast. EFI Street Glide got new cams, adjustable push rods, and power vision tune. Everything seemed great. Dun, dun, dun. Then it started coughing, stuttering, under acceleration, especially at two up. There's noticeable power loss at full throttle, and the bike seems to be getting more bogged down over time. Other than that, it runs. <laughs> oh, man. That's one of those, like, hey, man. Yeah. Hey, man. Kind of need to talk about this one a little yeah. bit. You know what I mean? Like, that could go, that could be, I have no fucking idea. This is when, the, this is one of those, like, I'll, I'll write them back. We should probably go. Yeah. Maybe, maybe I'll try to get something sorted out for next Where there's, like, episode. there's too many details right now. And not enough. Yeah, I'll also not time. enough details. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So. Come to the shop. Come hang out. Yeah, on that note, what song do we have for tonight? We have Lobo Marino, um, 16 Tons, I believe. Sweet. Cool. Well, I hope everybody's doing well. Um, Come by the shop, read some Playboys, or don't. Or don't. (laughs) You can hang out with Tripper and not read Playboys. We'll put our blinders on. and. I'll just read you the articles. How about that, Trip? Um, And, yeah, hope... I hope everybody's bikes are running well. Uh, we are stoked about Rectum Ride. I've gotten a lot of yeah. a lot of excitement around that. So, what? Two weeks? Three weeks? Four weeks? Oh, where are we at? A month four away? weeks. All right. Yeah. So, I'm gonna figure out how to get a cooler strap to the sissy bar. <laughs> have a good night, y'all. Talk to you soon. All right, y'all.